We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Look into my eye little reference for you there yeah. and if you can correctly identify that reference email us and we'll pick a winner who'll win £10,000 oh wow Amen. it's it's not that tricky I wouldn't say but yeah um, but we, we must ask that you don't use Google obviously it's a trust based system <laughs> we do ask you not, not to Google it <laughs> no, they wouldn't do that they wouldn't do that would they it's one of the great mysteries of contemporary cinema. Yeah, it is. That, that character said that, and we wonder why. Why Why would you want to look into someone's eye? It's not the greatest comeback in, in the world. Actually, actually, it is. Okay. It is the greatest comeback. All right. You could come back from anything with that. Hit me, Eamon. Hit me. Okay. Uh, mate, I think you're bang out of water. Look into my eye. Ah, you're right. It does work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I should have used that the other day. They're doing loads of roadworks around where I live. Yeah. And it, it's become hell. Like, well, have um, they dug down that deep into hell? Yeah, but they've dug down into hell. She's like, lads, lads, this is way too deep. <laughs> dad, dad, dad. I was like, dad, what are you doing here? You, you don't live here and you, this is not your job. Why are you trying There's to... There's demons coming out. I mean, he did always say he was going to dig a hole all the, all the way to hell. He's been saying it for years. I never thought he'd see it through. <laughs> man's got to have a dream yeah anyway you were saying so yeah they like the school drop-offs have come nightmare cause it, and it gets really really clogged oh. I, was, I was on my way out and this guy i sort of waited patiently as cars come through then it was my yeah. turn to go so i set off with a load of cars behind me and this idiot just zoomed down the other way with a load of cars behind him so then it was impossible <laughs> yeah you're in a deadlock we were kind of quite close to each other and he sort of said, sort of smiled and was like, you know, would you believe it? Yeah. And I just said, well, this is your fault. You should have waited. And he's just, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he stuck going yeah. on. And I said to him, mate, stop <laughs> running your mouth and do something about it. And then he's just started going, you know, you're running your mouth, mate. You're running your mouth. Stop running your mouth. And in the <laughs> end, I had to say to him, can you stop saying the thing that I've just said? <laughs> and was that that no i was able through a lot of work to try and maneuver myself into a tiny space on the opposite side of the road and he was still out of his car at this point and as i was driving forward to get an angle he he just went you trying to run me over you trying to run me over i just said to him of course i'm not you moron (laughs) and that was the end of our exchange yeah i mean if your immediate response had been look into my eye that would have been it yeah he would have backed off. This guy's crazy. I will use that next time. You I should. that does work, looking to mine. I mean, what do you say to that? Uh, okay. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, welcome. Watching films in the toilet. Podcast. Two dads. Yep. Watching films yep. our kids can't watch and our wives don't like. Have to do it on the toilet. Um, look into my eye. Look into my eye. Yeah. Excellent. So this week we are going to be discussing. What are you doing down there? No. Is your boy in? So it's my daughter this time. Is it coming for? You know what to say. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't. It'd be too weird. <laughs> got an orange. All right, off you go. Night, night, chicken. Yeah, I, I can't. That would be. Oh, you chicken out. Yeah. Chicken out. Yeah, be... Oh, oh, I love my kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to upset them. <laughs> You are pathetic. You can't even say that. <laughs> you can't even say that, but th- there's no way you could do that in like a fun check away. Come on over, come on over. <laughs> Look into my eye. <laughs> anyway, this week we're talking about um, The Babadook, which Ooh. is a 2014 Australian horror film. Uh, and as you may be aware, if you are a listener on the reg, mm. Eamon ain't no fan of horrors and he fun. sat through it. And we're going to find out what he thought. I can't wait. He looks a little pale, actually, so um, that's good. (laughs) All right, got some correspondence. We've got a letter. Oh, yeah? You ready for it? Hit me. This is big, Eamon. Okay. Okay. Hi, guys. 
Harry Styles here. Ooh. I know, right? Last week, you came up with a plan to dispose of my good friend James Corden by tricking the public into ripping him to pieces. <laughs> and guys, I'm afraid that's just not okay. Oh. Well, it's fair enough, isn't it? Mm. Now, I know a lot of people wonder why I'm friends with James, as I am typically seen as one of the nice celebrities, and he is not a nice yeah. celebrity. Yes, he may be really impolite to waiters and anyone else that approaches him when we're out on the town together. And yes, <laughs> it may also be true that he makes life a living hell for anyone that attempts to climb the entertainment ladder mm. via his late night show. And yes... His laugh may make even my testicles retract inside my body. But isn't that precisely why we need James Corden? Doesn't a mutual enemy bring us closer together? Ooh. Don't the Chevy Chases and Ellen DeGeneres and Declan Donnellys of this world make it a better place? <laughs> Do you really think One Direction would have been successful if we hadn't had Liam Payne to take our anger out on? <laughs> Do you really think our tours would have lasted more than a few nights if Niall hadn't been able to pull the edges of Liam's duvet really hard, trapping him in his tour bunk <laughs> while Zane rained down punches on his chest and groin <laughs> as the other one emptied a bottle of beer onto a flannel that I held over his face? <laughs> no! Of course not. So yes, James is a hateful sack of pork mince that brings shame on his country, mm. but... I think you'll agree he's a necessary one take care harry styles wow that's a real interesting argument that i've not considered i think he's right i have been on many a many a course mm -hmm. where i didn't know anyone and throughout the day we generally bonded over one person who we really didn't like <laughs> it seems to yeah. bring people together so i think james Corden has done that to the entire country do you think he's sort of done it knowingly or did he get oh no there? no he has no idea but it's it's worked it's it's worked really well so therefore i'm not going to stop my anti-cordon no don't attitudes but i guess i sort of appreciate him in in a weird new way yeah just don't kill him no no we need to keep him around we need to keep him around um so we won't encourage any we encourage any more violence against him no um we'll just just online we'll just, just online sort of bullying <laughs> That's quite in, isn't it? Trolling is, I think, is okay. <laughs> trolling might be showing my age here, but as far as I understand it, trolling is pretty, pretty cool. Good stuff. So yeah, there we go. Big letter. Okay, I'll actually have a, a short, shorter letter. Oh right. Okay. So this is actually from one of the actors that we discussed about at length uh, in the shallows with our good friend Lee. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, I'll just read it out here. So it says, uh, uh, "Dear, watching films on the toilet." <laughs> Yours sincerely, Sully Siegel. Oh, you got in touch. <laughs> yeah. He didn't really see anything else. He did, and he left a um, a footprint. Did he? At the bottom, there's a little webbed foot. He did a little is it, footprint there. Is it an angry footprint? Or uh, do you think that was positive? Um, it's hard to gauge it. It's hard to gauge. Did he type that? Did he type... Ah! Or was it? <laughs> yeah. How did he spell it? Yeah. How do you spell that? So, so A R R R R R R R R R wanted to know so i'm glad i know now yeah okay yeah uh an exclamation mark at the okay. end or just no he left it open no punctuation <laughs> no mm, that's uh it's a little little slapdash it isn't is, it yeah bless him i mean the fact that he was able to use onomatopoeia <laughs> is quite impressive but punctuation would be nice yeah it needs a little work there sully <clears throat> oh well honestly the letters we get it's amazing, isn't Rich it? Rich and varied. They are. Mainly hate mail. Yeah, mainly. That one, we can't tell. Actually, that was one of the better ones. We can't really tell what he, what he meant. Let's just assume it was hate mail. Let's be realistic. Okay. I mean, apparently he's a big QAnon guy, <laughs> Sully. 
<laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, it makes He's sense. He's like mad into like crazy Trump conspiracies. <laughs> he actually helped storm the Capitol building. <laughs> Sully did. The seagull. Sully did. Yeah. He had a little Viking helmet on. Ah! Oh, okay. Toilet news. Oh, here we go again. Not being funny. Space Age toilet news this week. Ooh. Uh, Inspiration 4 crew had challenges with the toilet, Elon Musk says. Mm-hmm. So SpaceX's Inspiration 4 orbital mission with four non-professional astronauts was by all accounts quite a triumph for space history, space tourism and fundraising. Mm. However, there were some tense moments when it came to using the toilets on board the Crew Dragon spacecraft. Apparently the, the toilet's suction-creating fans had a mechanical problem that triggered an alarm within the spacecraft. Although apparently there were no human waste related disasters on board. So it wasn't so much the act, it was more... Well, I'm assuming it was like a fan to suck out all the business. What do you think about Billionaire's space race? Do you think it's uh, the ultimate dick swinging contest? Oh, absolutely. It's stupid going up to space. It's the most dangerous place there is what about in your, inside your mum's house that's dangerous that's dangerous isn't it that is dangerous what if you left your house keys in space well, why how could i leave my house keys in space well how <sighs> don't pick apart the question ben it's not i'm not going to throw them into space am i you might do do you remember that time you threw a, a baseball into the harbor that's true actually yeah yeah and that's that's a really good comparison yeah so what happens if you threw your house keys into space? Yeah. Would you go into space to get them back? My house keys. I'm trying to think what's on them. My car key, my house key. Tesco club card. Yeah, that's true. If I threw my wallet into space, I'd probably go and get that. Might have like 20 pounds. Yeah, get back. Get up into... What if you accidentally pushed your wife into space? Would you go and get her? No. No? <laughs> Just come home? Yeah. I'd be fed up. Has William Shatner been to space recently? He has, yeah. Did he, did he push his wife into space? Did he not do something bad with one of his wives? Well, I think his wife died in a swimming pool. Ah. And it was uh, accidental. Accidental, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, now that he's pushed his new wife into space, I don't think there's any question about <laughs> what he did before. Yeah. Do you think this was a, a dry run? So the next time we put, oh, I really enjoyed that. I'll tell you what, next time, why don't you come with me? I'm going to push her into space. <laughs> is that about Shatner? It is a bit Shatner. It's like Jack Palance, but dialed back. Mmm. Yeah. Tango and cash. That's right. Is Jack Palance in space? Uh, yeah, it's City Sickers 3 is set in space. <laughs> the legend of Curly's house keys. <laughs> well, this has got weird. It has. Yes. How do you think it will let it down? <laughs> Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this now, yeah. this is a meta moment. Yeah. It just yeah. tells you how bad it's gotten. What you've just listened to is maybe 15 seconds. This has been going on for half an hour, this chat. You're probably completely unaware of what we're referring to because it's gone. Yeah. But we yeah. did edit hard. We stuck with it. <laughs> there was maybe three funny things that were said and those just bits that you heard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Any more news of toilet? Or are we done? Yeah, I do. All right, go on then. Right. So, do you know who Megan Trainer is? Yes, I'm aware of, of Megan Trainer. Mm-hmm. So, this is on BuzzFeed. So, 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 ugh. So, reading it takes about half an hour because you have to, between every sentence, you have to scroll to about five gigantic gifs. <laughs> okay. Megan Trainer finally showed us what her custom-built side-by-side toilets look like where she poops with her husband and it's all just so chaotic. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. So she said, We just got a new house and we did construction. Nobody knows this, but in our bathroom there is one toilet and a lot of time in the middle of the night when we're with the baby, we've got to pee at the same time. So I was like, can we please have two toilets next to each other? She says, we've only pooped together twice. We pee at the same time a lot. Which is interesting, really, because this is basically the antithesis of what this podcast is all about. Yes. The podcast is all about finding a moment to yourself. Absolutely. The chaos of family life in oh, Sanctity of Your Toilet. Megan Trainer is opening up that sacred space to her, her entire family. She needs to be stopped. I mean... Imagine if you're watching mm-hmm. Aliens and then your wife came in and just sat there and did a poo. Jesus Christ. No. 
And also, she must be really rich. So I'm guessing they've got like a couple of bathrooms at least in their house. Yeah. Why can't one of them just go and use the other toilet? I know. It's so weird. Like, why would you do that? Right, fine. They're looking after their baby. They've got a new baby. I understand that. But don't go to separate toilets. You don't need to sit there and do it together. Do you know what? That and also, maybe they'll stay together forever. It does seem Mm -hmm. like Hollywood couples don't last the distance as as much as regular people. Yeah. So that's because she tweeted a picture of it as well. That is going to age like Matthew Perry when they, they finally have like their divorce. And it's just like, yeah, but what yeah. about your toilets together, Megan? And then, yeah, her new man will come in and be like, um, get rid of that. Get rid of that, you dumb bitch. Yeah, it's like people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing this relationship was a rebound. Uh, again. <laughs> Might not last that long. Maybe Megan needs to start looking for a different kind of guy. He's horrible, that guy. I can't believe he said it. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's like all these sort of public displays of putting on Facebook and, oh, I love my husband. I just, no, just keep it to yourself. Just leave it. Yeah. Just if you're telling me over and over again how much you love someone and how brilliant they are and they clearly things aren't right. Exactly. <laughs> things aren't right. <laughs> like birthdays, fine. Say something nice. That's good. But mm, you know. I agree. I think it's almost pays off to go the other way and sort of be like the old blooming ball and chain. <laughs> oh ball and chains on my back again. God, wish I hadn't married that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, because then, like, when people see you and you're actually very affectionate t- towards one another, they'll be like, "Ah, yeah, oh, we thought you hated each other. We thought you hated that dumb bitch." <laughs> 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 I think relationships would be healthier if people did that. I agree, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Oh, good luck with that, Megan Trainer. When you're suffering with norovirus and you can't have a toilet to yourself, that'll work, won't it? Although, actually, if you straddle it right, you can have one toilet for your back end and one, <laughs> one, one for your mouth. <laughs> Not if someone else is sitting on one. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that'd be annoying. Yeah, exactly. If that was the reason she did it, I'd be like, that's actually fair. <laughs> if I had that kind of money, if I had Megan Trainer money, yeah, I'd have a sick <laughs> a sick toilet as well. I'd have a, two separate toilets. Uh, but hers are look. terrible for that because they're side by side. What she really wants is two facing each other. <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised she didn't go to, for that, to be honest. Well, because at least you can have a chat, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well. And that is all the toilet news. Okay, lovely. So, Eamon, how did you experience the Babadook? As per our conversation, I wanted to make it uh, an authentic horror experience. Mm. But I also wanted to be true to the format of this show. Yes. So I would watch it in the toilet, but I'd turn the lights out. Good. I watched, uh, it was uh, eight separate sittings. Not sure if that's the most effective way to watch it, but you know, at least you've turned the lights out. That's good. Yeah. What about you? Uh, one, one whole sitting in the toilet, lights out. Um, you know, as it's meant to be done. <laughs> that's right. You know, Chris Nolan would absolutely hate this format because oh yeah, he he wants every film to be watched in IMAX, yeah, regardless of your personal circumstances. Yeah, all all the quality of the film. Yeah. So even if like you're like a busy working dad chris nolan says too bad watch it in imax or don't watch it at all the new the new ken loach in imax that'd be fun wouldn't it do you know what chris i might have entertained that idea until tenet now you shove that up your bum (laughs) it's not called watching films on the in the imax is it no i'm gonna watch if we ever watch a chris nolan film i'm gonna find the smallest screen i've got in the house and 100 sittings and then 100 sittings <laughs> yeah. yeah do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get it individually printed on those old school drums with the slits in yes that you have to spin round that's a great idea i'm gonna watch it on one of those he might like that as a purist he probably would wouldn't he no we'll just um put your phone on one side of a door and look watch it through the keyhole <laughs> so it's the worst possible small quality or just get someone else to watch it and then give you a sort of a rough description. <laughs> just read about it on Wikipedia. 
Oh, and then these two armies are fighting. You don't know who's in, in which army. <laughs> they run past each other a lot. Then a building blows up. Then it stops exploding. Then it blows up in another bit. <laughs> Amazing. Best film I've ever seen. Best film Can't I've wait ever to seen. see that. Yeah, they're really good. Um, so good. And what, what, did you, what did you drink? You know she sicks up a load of blood. She does. Yeah. Well, yeah, like black ink. Black goop. ink. I yeah. drank. I drank a pint of uh, Quink. Oh, <laughs> excellent! That's good. Yeah. Did you look like Oswald Cobblepot from the Batman Returns at the end? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I did uh, a wee that lasted one minute and twelve seconds. Oh, terrific! All right, cool. Well, I'll give it a go. All right, three, two, one, go. So Essie Davis plays a knackered widow who's struggling to deal with the loss of her husband whilst raising her irritating son, Samuel. She decides to take him out of school when he makes a really cool dart gun. Uh, She's forced to sit through his magic shows and he keeps her up all night when he climbs into bed with her. One night he finds a weird pop-up book about a fellow with a top hat and sharp claws called Mr. Babadook, which understandably freaks him out and he becomes convinced that the monster is real. Essie Davis disposes of the book, but Samuel's behaviour gets worse and worse. Luckily, she's able to get a sweet prescription for child sedatives from the doctor so she can get some sleep. Hooray! But then the reassembled book turns up again with an even creepier version of the Mr. Babadook story inside. Amelia burns it, but she starts having horrible visions, seeing the Babadook everywhere she goes, and one night the spirit seemingly jumps into her. She locks herself in the house and goes full Jack Torrance, snapping her dog's neck and chasing after the boy with a big old kitchen knife. Thankfully, Samuel manages to use his Home Alone-style traps and perform a sort of loving exorcism in the basement, forcing the Babadook out of Essie Davis. She's forced to confront the beast slash her grief, and realising that she can't just get rid of it, forces the Babadook into the basement where she's able to keep it under control by feeding it mud and worms. The end. (laughs) Ah, a lovely, lovely ending there. Lovely. Um, Beautiful. So that was 132, so a little overrun there, but uh, a comprehensive breakdown. Sometimes I like to, you know... I like to break it down a little more. I like to get in, you know? Well, I think this film needed that. So It does. Eamon, mm. my mm. big question for you. Yeah. Did this film scare you? Um, what's interesting about this film is there was no real jump scares. Mm. It was more about the psychological horror. The, the kind of horror films I, I really don't like watching are... I mean, I've not even seen it. But I imagine things like paranormal activity, which is yeah. just like loads and loads of jump scares, and yeah. like constantly, like you know, trying to trying to make you, um, oh, what's the word, um, your pants? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no jump scares. I mean, there were scenes in the film that did scare me. Her in the bed, and he sort of he appears on the ceiling, all juddery and yeah, animated. That was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, there were a couple. Of, there's a shot where she looks through the the old lady's window. And he's just yes. there. That was creepy. That, that was creepy. Freaked me out. I mean, as you said, it's it's more the psychological horror, isn't it? And there is some there's some stuff that stays with you. Like uh, there's one that was right at the beginning when the boy's in bed with her and he's just sort of clenching her neck, like he's just hold like hugging <laughs> her neck with his hand, yeah, and then just kicking her and uh, breathing on her and just yeah, all that stuff. You know, you know what it's like to be in bed with your child. <laughs> it, on the surface, should be really sweet and like tender. Oh, God. But like after a few sort of like hefty kicks. Yeah, it's hell. I mean, there's that scene where she goes to the doctor and there's this long pause. She suggests the sedatives, doesn't she? Just yeah. something to help him sleep. And the doctor just looks back at her. <laughs> and you just, I don't know if you feel the same, but I was just like, please, please give her some. Please <laughs> yeah. give her something. No, I was, I was. Just, yeah, like just a real... let the child sleep. Yeah. And like the next, the cut to the next scene and she. She has this huge smile yeah. on her face. Yeah. She just like she floats has, down onto the that's bed. It. Doesn't she? she has one good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, I thought the performances were brilliant. She oh, was amazing. She was good. The little lad was brilliant. He as was well. brilliant. I mean, he was he was really annoying, but you yeah. know, a great performance because he he needed to be. That was the amazing thing. It's like he was really annoying, but then he sort of has this heroic turn at the end and yeah. you start rooting for him. Yeah, I guess you know why he's been so annoying all the time and his mum's about to kill him. It's like, yeah, oh, that would make right. you a bit annoying. Fair enough. Um, okay. Yeah. 
What's the scariest thing you've ever seen? I once saw a dog that I thought was a horse. It was so big, I thought it was a horse. <laughs> and then I realised mm. that it was a dog, and it freaked me out. And was that some clever analogy for a psychological issue you had? <laughs> yeah, I was a big black dog. Um, <laughs> no, no, it was just a dog that looked like a horse. What about you? I'm trying to think about it when I was a kid, if I found anything really scary. I used to find mm. Postman Pat scary. There's a mo- there in the title sequence, the Postman Pat. There's a moment where he he breaks the fourth wall and he looks directly at the camera, and it used to freak me the hell out. Yeah, he used to call it this massive like nose and face, and he just used to turn, <laughs> and like he was staring into your soul. Hello. Yeah, and I used to I used to have this horrible image. I used to think about him being in the corner of my room and just staring at me. That's creepy. Because if you think about the proportions of him he's all he's all wrong he's like yeah. a square almost he's almost as wide as he is tall yeah so he's thinking about this big cube shaped postman pat just staring at me in the corner of my room no, that's that's legit terrifying that's pretty scary isn't it <laughs> it is I, I i remembered a time when i was very scared it wasn't something i i'd seen it was something i did mm. so we went on holiday uh, as a family and it was a, a resort thing in in Mallorca. And they had, there was a buffet and they did these peaches, like canned peaches, so half a peach. And I, I put a whole half peach in my mouth and ate yeah. it all. And yeah. I, I thought uh, the, the boys were really impressed. So uh-huh. the next night I tried to do it again and I put mm. the peach in and I realized I couldn't breathe. And there's a video <laughs> of it. There's a video of it. And <laughs> I put the peach in like, oh, and my face like just goes like, Oh, and then, oh, oh, oh. And then <laughs> how did you get and it then i just i just like spat out the whole the whole thing just fell out of my mouth oh my um God. my wife was not impressed at all <laughs> but she did keep filming it she's thinking about that uh, you've been framed money did you have you have you ever seen a ghost i think i've heard someone whisper my name but it might have also been an ex-housemate who i no longer speak with gaslighting me <laughs> Could, it, it could go either way but yeah obviously uh, there's a no-win situation there so if i want to find out i basically have to ask this person like did you try and really creepily say my name <laughs> in the middle of the night for no reason no. and of course the course they're, gonna, they're not going to say yes are they just going to go no so like, either they did and they realized they got one over on me or they didn't and they think i'm <laughs> batch crazy yeah it's a win-win situation for anyone else you've seen a ghost haven't you i think i saw a ghost when i was young i saw an old lady sitting on a chair in my room i don't know if it was a weird light light reflection Mm. i didn't feel scared that's the thing like i'm not i i I don't really believe in that kind of stuff but the fact that you've seen one Mm. makes me think oh maybe because ben has never told a lie in his entire life (laughs) Ever. He's never said anything that wasn't true. Never tell a lie. He's never lied. So Mm -mm. everything he said on this podcast, 100%. Even Mm. even the horrible stuff. Mm. Especially especially the horrible stuff. (laughs) It's true. Old honest Ben, they call me. Yeah, no, but no, it's just like... There's some people we meet and they'll be like, they'll be like yeah, I've seen ghosts. And you're like, yeah, of course you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the rest of it, you absolutely nutter. Yeah, so have I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when you, when you said it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, well, that, I like that you have faith in me. That's sweet. Mm. What did you think um, the decor of the house? Yeah, I, I, what I really liked it, there's something I couldn't put my finger on. It felt depressing. Yeah. But it looked like a reg- also looked like a regular house. There was no, I think there was no decorations or stuff on the walls, or the walls were bare. Yeah, they were like dark blue or black. It was all yeah. black and white. I, I had a real sort of like moment of sort of sympathy with her where she just walks into the kitchen mm. and she realises it's a mess. I think she has a, oh, she has a cockroach on, on her shoulder. Yeah. And she finds an infestation and sends her into this spiral of like cleaning. Yes. We, we've never had an infestation, but it's just like... Hello? Huh? What's the Tesco um, password? Um, I'll let Ben here in case he orders. <laughs> <laughs> it's the regular one, I think. It's not, it's not letting me log in on, on my laptop. This one. Mm. Oh, okay. Try yeah, that. That's why. So, yeah, I had a different one. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, it's just uh, my wife asking about the Tesco click and collect. 
details. Yeah, no, she, it's, yeah, it's that moment where she just like has a, a meltdown about her kitchen and goes on a, on a cleaning frenzy. Like that yeah. happened to me. That happens to me frequently. Yeah, we've we we had um, in our old house mice, and uh, we sort sort it out, and then we'd like come downstairs and there'd be like a dropping in a bowl or something. And yeah, it was just like, right, get everything out, wash it all. Yeah, it's horrible. We actually lived we lived abroad for a while. Yeah. Uh, it was a hot country. And one day I saw, I did see a cockroach in our apartment. Eee. And I'd literally, it, I have almost like a panic attack. Yeah. I literally spent about an hour and a half trying to track it down in the skirting boards and just couldn't find it and it was just like I felt like Gene Hackman in the conversation just <laughs> yeah. desperately like pulling out wires prising things off walls just Isn't trying to that, find this you told me that place burned down was that was that when that happened <laughs> that's right I couldn't find out I was just like oh sod this yeah. I'll just burn it down there's only one choice in that situation you know yeah. if you can't find the cockroach just set fire to the place I mean, you famously did the same thing to your uh, sister's house when you That's right. found the spider. I find the singles, the huntsman spider. It's just like burning its place. I don't care how close it is to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Thank me later. And then there was your um, uncle's house, but I don't think you found any insects there, did you? I just didn't like my uncle. No. So burn his house no. down. <laughs> yeah. All good reasons. I'll only, listen, I'll only set a house on fire if I see an insect or... I don't like that person. That's, Those, the only t- yeah. that's the only time I'll burn the house down. That's okay. Or if, if I'm bored. <laughs> right. Uh, mm, yeah, maybe not Maybe not the last one. But the others are good reasons. Like solid reasons, I would say. Um, hang on, sorry, one second. My wife's really giving me the, uh, the old <laughs> right there Fred about uh, the Tesco login. <laughs> the old right there Fred. <laughs> that's, a, that's what Bill Burr says. I should give him the old... Uh, you're right there, Fred. Just click on show. Oh, I think it's this one. Just click on show. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, mate. How would I know that? Oh, that's an old one. Yeah, you wouldn't get that reference. No. 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 Got it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool reference to a pretty good TV show. <laughs> if you can't share it, I'm really annoyed. Do we... What do we agree on? Uh, circumstances in which you can morally burn down a house. Well, you said insect... Uh, dislike Don't. of uncle. Is it any family member or just an uncle? Just anyone. Oh, anyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I, if I, we get invited member. around to a house and I don't enjoy the company, I'll just burn it down. Boredom. Um, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Jesus <Sorry>. Christ. <laughs> I can't get it. It's not working. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to eat, Ben, if we don't do this shop. Don't eat. There's more important things. Right, I'm keeping this in the podcast now. I edit this bit. <laughs> everyone, all the listeners will hear. <laughs> you... you're living your glamorous podcast life and That's i'm right. doing the tesco shop there you go that's how it works in our household That's it, yeah. <laughs> go and do the shopping <laughs> um i t- if someone's racist yeah burn the house down like yeah, even okay. if it's your own house if there's a racist in it if there's a racist in it burn your house down yeah I'll, if people have stockpiled like kindling or fuel i'll Burn it down just to teach them a lesson. It's just asking to be burned, <laughs> isn't it? It is. I'm just like, mate, what, what, do you, what do you expect? Begging for it. Well, you know, it's for the coming apocalypse, isn't it? Well, mm, it's, it's burnt, I'm afraid. Tough to see now when your house is burnt down. <laughs> uh, so I mean, those, those are just a few examples of when you can burn a building down. Halloween as well. Oh, yeah. I'll go trick-or-treating. Yeah. If I don't get the right sweets, I'll burn a house down. That's all right. It's, yeah, that's it. It's not, oh, trick, it's treat. Okay, thank mm. you. Mm, that's not a full-size wham bar. Yeah, or if, for example, I get a full-sized fuse bar, mm. I'll knock on the door going to open. I'd be like, good one, mate. Thanks for this. I'm not going to burn your house down. What if you've got like a half-size curly-whirly? Because that's still quite big, not a full-size curly-whirly. I don't like sweets that stick to my teeth. So I wouldn't burn the house down, but maybe like their bike shed. Oh, that's fair. That's okay. Yeah, just like a warning. Like, don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's a good warning. It's a fair warning, isn't it? Yeah, you know, if they take the Mickey, if they give me like a Turkish delight, you know. I'll, Ooh, oh, there's but, no, no, there's no, there's no question that their house is going up in flames. Yeah. Oh well, maybe I'd, I'd burn down their kennels. <laughs> their kennel. <laughs> that's like a proper like right. You you know you're on you're on warning. No, a Turkish delight would would send me over the edge. Bangs, just like that. <sighs> 
Is it the worst sweet? It's definitely up there. Turkish last rank. Have you ever told a Turkish person you don't like their delights? They go fucking mad. <laughs> Not a big fan of your delights, mate. What I really, really hoped for and got with this movie is like clearly the Babadook is like a metaphor for her depression. Yeah, and what? and trauma. Yeah, and and my problem with a lot of horror films is the ending is always really like bleak. But what I really wanted like a proper resolution to the trauma mm. uh, in this, and we we hundred percent got it. And I thought yeah. it was such a smart way that they wrapped it up that it's not left. No, it's you've not banished this thing. It's still there. You're just acknowledging it and dealing with it in a healthy way. I just thought it was a brilliant ending. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a great ending. I mean, might have liked it a little more if it had eaten her up. At the end? Yeah. If you just ate her up. It was an uplifting ending as well. Yeah, I um, thought so. It, in its metaphor, it was realistic. Yeah, it did everything you wanted. It was well clever. Tell me about the supernatural being you have in your basement that you uh, feed worms. It sort of looks like a like a rotten Cliff Richard. <laughs> I don't know why it's there. It was there. It was here when we bought the house. Well, in fairness, you were told about it, weren't, weren't you? And it was it had that on the listing. Yeah, it was the owner's grand. Gigantic Edwardian house. Yeah. Eight bedrooms. Yeah. Uh, supernatural <laughs> being in basement. Terrifying dead grand. <laughs> and it, you know, you you got to take the rough with the smooth. You got you got such a uh, mature attitude to all this stuff. It made it knocked about a hundred grand off the house, so that worked. <laughs> it is good leverage, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's really good. Well, I'm not being funny, mate. You've got ghoul in the basement. That's, <laughs> you, that's going to drive your price down. And you haven't got a basement, have you? No. Got a, got a loft, though. Actually, that's what I keep in my loft is all the uh, my fire, all my fire starting stuff. <laughs> all your pyro gear. All my pyro gear. So I mean, that could go up like that. If I'm got it in careful. a box. Eamon's pyro gear. Yeah, yeah, it's a massive box. Yeah. There's like fireworks in one corner, like loads of like bottles of lighter fluid. You hide, you, you hide it though, don't you? Because you've written mags on the box. So That's no right. one knows. Mags. Yeah, yeah. People, think, people just think it's my old mags. Yeah, jazz mags. You wrote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't go in there. It's full of my uh, old pornography. Yeah, don't open that. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a yeah. great, it's a classic ruse. It is a classic ruse. <laughs> and uh. then... Uh, with my pornography, I uh, keep in the cereal boxes. So I have to make sure that the kids don't try and get cereal from the boxes because that's where my porno is. Yeah, but don't you keep them in like all brand, special K. All the ones that they wouldn't eat. No, yeah. Frosties, like keep Frosties in there. Fr- Frosties, yeah. I might, I might put like, you know, like a Mayfair in the Frosties, <laughs> you know, something relatively clean. <laughs> <laughs> like all the real filth like readers wives it's like <laughs> like Weetabix boxes <laughs> uh, alright would you Eamon a man who is not typically a fan of horror films flush this film down the toilet like a dirty spiky fingered hat wearing spirit or would you fish it out of the bowl and keep it inside one of your pop up books <laughs> Yeah, I'd fish this out. I was really, really impressed with it. Good. Such a clever film. Brilliant. And and I think one of the best portrayals of depression and, and parenting I've ever seen. Really, really good. Awesome, man. What about you? Oh, yeah. I would fish this out. I mm. I think it's a brilliant film. Yeah, that was one of the reasons I wanted you to watch it because I think it's, as as someone who doesn't see many, many horror films, I, I wanted yeah. you to see a really good one. And this is... a great one. It's a great movie. It's brilliant. I remember seeing it in the cinema and it, yeah, it freaked me out. And I also remember there was a... It was quite. It was in Wimbledon, yeah. and it was quite a, uh, a very middle-class crowd watching mm-hmm. the film. And this older woman, there wasn't a lot of... You know, I like quiet during horror films. Mm. But there was a part when the, there's three knocks on the door. Yeah. And this woman just went, He knocked three times! <laughs> <laughs> and I just... Uh, I, I was cracking up. It was oh, so funny. Good. I think she was she was with her daughter and she was like, shh, mum. <laughs> that's amazing. He knocked she... three times. <laughs> and she sort of covered her mouth. Like it really was. She just couldn't help herself. Oh, I love it was it. really funny. So that means mm. we have a new edition and it's been a while. Hey, remember off that cool format point? 
Yeah. The tank of glory. <laughs> the tank of glory. Yeah. So remind me, what's in the tank of glory? Because we're only allowed five movies in there, and this Jeez, means Louise. that one of them has to get kicked out. Now, is yes. there a rule that we can't take out the last one that went in? I think there that should, should be a rule. That's a good rule. Yeah. All right. So, so we've got so seven midnight run, hard boiled, and brawling cell block ninety nine. One of those has to go. Yeah. I know which one you choose because you always bang on about it. Yeah, which one would you choose? God, that's really hard. So we're saying we can't kick out the most recent edition. No. Which was Suicide Squad. So, so that was Suicide, so Suicide Squad, Squad has to stay in there. So your choice is Midnight Run, Hard Boiled, Brawl and Cellbook 99 or 7. I think the one that I've watched most recently and didn't float my boat as mm-hmm. much as it did before was 7. If it were up to me which it isn't solely, I would replace Seven with The Babadook. Interesting. Yeah. What would you choose? I would I would choose Hard Boiled. Mm-hmm. My issue with, with Hard Boiled is I never watched it when it first came out. So yeah. I think obviously lots of stuff is derivative of it or inspired by it, but unfortunately can't give it the same value as I, as I would have done had I seen it early on because now it's just, it feels like derivative. Well, there's only one way to settle this. Yeah. A classic scissors, paper, stone. Let's do it. Gentleman rules, not prison mm. rules. And are we saying uh, just whoever wins the first one, that's it? Or are we doing best of three? Best of three. Ooh. Make it more fun for the listener. <laughs> well, I mean, they can't see it. But... Exactly. They love it. <laughs> yeah. Right, ready? One, two, three. That's a scissor. <laughs> oh, you got me. How do you do it? Okay. Right, ready? One, two, three, go. Uh... <gasps> oh, I got a stone aim and got a scissor. Okay, so this is it. You ready? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm There you go. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Oh, yes! he got me. He got me. Woo! How's he do Scissors it? How does he paper. do it, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. Oh, man. Oh. So that means hard-boiled is leaving hard-boiled. the tank of glory. See you, la- see you later, hard-boiled, you big loser. <laughs> <laughs> and the Babadook. <laughs> Is going in. And it takes its place. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I am sad that hardboiled's gone, but Babadook's great. I, I, the hardboiled is thing is, is completely subjective based on when I saw it. So I appreciate that. I know you it, don't have to defend it. No, it's funny it's when piece it's of funny. Sh- piece of <laughs> shit. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excellent. All right. Good. 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 Superb film. Thank you for recommending it. Really, really enjoyed it. Safe man. Safe. 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 And um, now. It's time for this week's top five, mm-hmm. in which we try to guess each other's top five choices on a theme. Uh, we have three goes. The person who gets the most guesses gets to pick next week's film, and the person who loses does a forfeit. What's our top five all about this week, then, Omar? Eh? What's our top five <laughs> all about? So it is the top five child characters in the movies. So kids in movies can often be very annoying. Yeah. But there are some kids who are awesome. Yeah. And that's what our top five is. All right. My first guest for you is Newt from Aliens. <laughs> yes. <gasps> well, she's great. Obviously, it's my favourite film. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, when they were casting for that role, she had never acted before. I think she might have done, like, a school play. Yeah. But the reason they chose her is because of her lack of active acting. Because all the other kids that age had done loads of commercials. Yeah. So, so they'd be like sort of deliver a line of dialogue and then do like a gigantic smile <laughs> the aliens just ate my family and then sort of smile <laughs> that makes sense she's good okay uh this is a double i'm gonna say ricky baker from hunt from the wilder people no but that is a good choice oh, he is hilarious he's the, the funniest child in any film he's great i hadn't considered him i possibly would have put him on my list if i had yeah you should have done mate okay right your turn. Okay, I'm going to say Kevin from Home Alone. No. Oh, okay. It's interesting. I liked those films when I was a kid, but when I watch them now, I'm, <laughs> I really root for Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. It's like he's such an annoying kid. Yeah. You know Joe Pesci did that to stop himself from swearing? What do you mean? It was because he was so used to just swearing yeah. that he had to do something else. Ah. You know, he's obviously like a big criminal in this. Do you think it's the same cinematic universe as Goodfellas? Yeah, definitely. It was before he became Tommy. <laughs> he was uh, one of the wet bandits. <laughs> right. 
So bad news for old Amo. <sighs> okay, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to say short round from Indiana Jones. No, not short round. <laughs> He's a funny character, but no, I didn't pick him. Okay, this is a duplicate. Danny Torrance from The Shining? No. No? Okay, doing well, aren't we? We're doing well. Yeah, this is toughy. Um, Zip, Eamon. Zip. I mean, it's kind of obvious, but I do think he is good and not annoying. Um, Elliot from E.T.? No, I didn't pick Elliot. <sighs> no! He's good, but no, I didn't pick him. Okay, go on. What, what were yours then? Okay, so I had Danny from The Shining. John Connor from Terminator 2. He's rubbish. What are you talking about? Oh, he's good. I like John Connor. He's the worst thing in that film. Anyway. Olive from Little Miss Sunshine. She's great. Yeah, she's good. Uh, Matilda from Leon. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. And um, I don't think you've seen this film, but there's a character in the Monster Squad called Horace, okay. who is amazing. So those are my five. What about you? So I had Ricky Baker. Yeah. A really good one that you should have had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Newt. I had Elliot from E.T. Mm-hmm. I had uh, Russell from Up. Again. Yes, I thought you might have, Not I should have said him. Yeah. And I had um, Mouth from the Goonies, Corey Feldman's character. I nearly chose Chunk at one point. Oh, did you? I like Chunk, yeah. He's good. And I, I, I'm denied about this. I was going to put on Little Z from City of God. Oh, wow, yeah. The little kid who plays him is, is outstanding. Yeah, he's amazing. He's a horrible character, though. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I didn't choose him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in films recently, like, the cast of It were really good. Mm -hmm. Those sort of of coming-of-age ensemble films, Mm -hmm. Stand By Me has some good characters in it. Jojo Rabbit, the kids in that were great. Oh, another um, Taika Waititi film. Yeah, and Ghostbusters comes out soon. I think some of their kids look good. Bet your ass we're going to do that film. That's what we'll be doing, won't we? Yeah, yeah. Everyone just else for, will love it. We've been doing that for 45 minutes. Yeah. We'll just, just sing that. the soundtrack for the first film. <laughs> People will love that. Yeah. Yeah. Just little nuggets. Yeah, all the, and all the spooky bits as yeah. well. Ooh. That's it. That's good. Yeah, that's going to be great. I can't wait. Oh, I can't man. wait for everyone to see us. Cool. All right, that's good. So you've got a forfeit. So in the Babadook, the mum re- really sort of reveals how unhinged she is. She turns and snaps at the little boy when he says, I'm hungry. She says, why don't you go and eat a shit? So the forfeit this week is to eat a big shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your forfeit as well. That's mine, yeah. yeah I'm glad we agreed that I'm together. That's glad terrific. about that. And last week, my forfeit was to spend the night on a roundabout. <laughs> uh, not a carousel, um, no. an actual like traffic-based roundabout. Yeah. And this is what happened. I am in the middle of a roundabout uh, island, I guess you could call it. Well up for this challenge. I'm going to be here for 24 hours. Uh, So far, I've seen 14 red cars, 26 black cars, and six white vans. One of which drove around the roundabout three times uh, to find out what I was doing. And then another couple of times to tell me how they felt about it. So it's nice that people are paying attention. Okay, I'm a couple of hours in, quite peckish. I didn't bring any food or water with me because, you know, surviving. So if the traffic comes to a standstill, I might just ask some people if they've, they've got any food, a French stick, a bit of cheese, I don't know, some sparkling water or something. Well, we'll see. Turns out no one is willing to offer me any snacks. In fact, a lot of them were quite rude. <laughs> I guess they don't listen to the podcast. But it's fine. I'm a soldier. I'm going to be fine. Four hours in, my shoes are soaking wet. Uh, my coat is not quite as waterproof as I hoped it would be. So I'm quite cold. Really need the toilet. <laughs> and I probably should have gone before I went. It's very noisy. But I am strong. I'm good. I'm good. 
nine hours now starting to get a bit dark really cold this is awful Eamon I think you would have been better at this you've probably got more appropriate footwear and uh, I don't know a wax jacket or something I don't have any of that all right we're 10 hours in and I've had a new lease of life I am buzzing there's constant lights flashing around the roundabout it's, it's kind of like a party if you can think about it in the right way and a couple of guys were drag racing a moment ago around the roundabout a lot of smoke it was actually really exciting so yeah this is it's actually pretty cool <laughs> I want to go home oh, I think I wet myself Amen. <laughs> <laughs> it was really loud. <laughs> I, I think I passed out. <laughs> I've actually been here for 26 hours. Um, I was woken by repeated honking. I think it was the van drivers from yesterday who hurled abuse at me. So they've, they've actually ended up doing me a favour because I think if I'd slept here much longer, I probably would have got hypothermia or something. So... I'm going to go home, I'm going to have a nice hot bath, and I am never doing this again. Next film going to be? It's going to be The Many Saints of Newark, the prequel movie to The Sopranos. Yeah. So, yeah. Woke up this morning, got myself a gun, got myself a gun. <laughs> the classic theme tune. It's like yeah, I listened to it, it yesterday. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. Mm-hmm. Big up yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. You're the best fans in the world. You're the only fans. That's right. Don't let anyone yeah. tell you different. I don't imagine they would. They better not. I feel like we don't know a lot of our listeners. No, you should... Uh, reach out. Reach out to We us. don't know who you are. <laughs> we sound really, like, aggressive. <laughs> We're actually pretty nice. <laughs> Honestly. And that roadshow, Eamon, is it happening soon? We're doing Aberdeen, and then it was uh, Land's End. Two dates. Yeah, if you're in like Leicester, yeah. you have to come down to Land's End. Yes. And if you're in Northumberland, yeah. go to Aberdeen. That's it. What if you're in London? Oh, we've been, we're doing 12 <laughs> dates in London. <laughs> the most important city. I thought it was a two-date tour. So it's a 14-date tour. Two weeks. Oh, I forgot about those. So we do... First, we start oh. out in Aberdeen. Okay. 12 dates in London. Right, you didn't tell me about oh, okay. them, but good. Then good. one in that okay. set. <laughs> it's an odd tour. Yeah, it's we're legally obliged to, to do at least three separate locations. So we just thought, fine, you know, we'll do either extreme of the country, yeah, and then all the rest in London. Well, we sold out Brixton Academy, haven't we, for twelve nights? That's right. The toilet, the Brixton Academy. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. there's quite a lot well, of the, other bands playing while we're doing it. That's right, it'd be real, real noisy. I think Sam Fender's playing uh, the Hoosiers. Are they a band? They are, yeah. From about. Yeah, they're playing while we're there. Hopefully, Megan Trainor will be there as well. That's right. With a... And she might join us. Well, yeah, when she sh she'll demand a toilet with an extra toilet as part of her rider. That's true. Then it would, you wouldn't get that in Brixton, Brixton Academy. They wouldn't stand for it. I forget that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Bye then. Eamon, finish us off. Keep flushing. Look into my eye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.